I didn't know what to do. I, I needed to call loved ones and, and figure out what was going on. I was just so distraught. It was really hard. Um, and then going to tell my girls, hey, you know, mom isn't gonna work, you know, at that business anymore. I, you know, mom's gonna try to get a new job where I get to spend even more time with you. You know, I'm trying to spin it all these positive ways when I'm just, I'm struggling. I mean, I, I made great money. I was a six figure income earner. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I had a short severance pay package, but it wasn't gonna last me too long. And so I was so scared. What would you do if you had to start over? If one day you went into work and your boss met you at the door and you knew it wasn't going to be good news, what if that meant you might lose your home and you might not be able to provide for your children for a while? Well, my guest, Andrea, talks about that experience and how God used it in a really surprising way to put her on a journey she never expected. He had a whole new career in mind for her, only she didn't know it on the day she lost her job. If you're in a season of starting over, I know you'll find hope in Andrea's story. On Life Repurposed, you'll find a blend of practical wisdom and biblical inspiration that's designed to help you navigate everyday life with faith, purpose, and hope. We focus on personal and spiritual growth with a range of topics from improving your relationships and discovering your purpose to setting and achieving goals, plus tools and resources to help you live your repurposed life. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn, the author of books and Bible studies about finding hope in the trashy stuff of life. Andrea Gribble's passion is helping schools recognize their daily awesomeness and sharing that story with the world. To date, she has trained more than 3,000 school communicators through webinars, workshops, and in-person speaking events. She is also a frequent presenter at the annual National School PR Association seminar and appears at state chapters and other school marketing associations throughout the year. She's built a team that celebrates hundreds of schools across the country, Social School for EDU, starts with a hashtag, provides full social media management, and runs a vibrant online community that provides ongoing professional development for school social media champions. She also hosts a weekly podcast called Mastering Social Media for Schools, and she's the author of a book called Social Media for Schools. We're going to be talking today about Andrea's story of starting over. So let's jump into the conversation as Andrea shares her life-repurposed story. Andrea, thank you so much for being here with me today. I am excited. We could be doing this in person, Michelle. We're neighbors. I know we could. We're so close to each other. Have you ever tried recording a podcast episode in person, though? I know. I. It's much better when you're in different rooms. It is. Like, even when Phil and I have tried to do one together, I feel like it's better if we're not in the same room because I keep hearing all of his, like, fidgeting and stuff picking up on my microphone. Yes, very true. So we're th this is distance is good. Yes, this is great. I was trying to remember where we officially met because you grew up in the community I live in now. We moved here for my husband's job about 18 years ago. I don't know, did we first meet in a women's business networking group or was it as your daughter's piano teacher? I think it was my daughter's piano teacher. Okay. So you d did such a beautiful job. She wanted to learn how to play, play piano. And I don't know, you taught her for a couple of years. So that was... I did. 
I feel so old because she's graduating from high school this year. And I'm her mom, so I really feel old, but it's it's all good. She was so small when she started. I think maybe first grade, her feet couldn't touch the pedals. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, she stuck at it for a while. That was in a lot of our, some of our transition time as a family too. So uh, we we went through it all. Yeah, well, I love how people's paths cross and how they connect. Because when we first met, I didn't know all your whole story at all. And then I think we roomed together at a conference for that networking group. And I got to know you a little bit more, learned more about your story, then collaborated on some business things. And then that really long road came down to recently helping you publish a book. Yeah. And what a great process that was. It's so funny when I tell people I wrote a book and they're like amazed, um, which I'm still amazed as well. But it's like, oh my gosh, if you are ever going to write a book, you need to contact Michelle Rayburn <laughs> because you really helped um, just organize and and bring it all to life in such a beautiful way. It's a self-published book, but you would never, ever guess it. Um, and so as far as you being, you know, 10 minutes from my house and <laughs> we're literally in the middle of nowhere, Michelle. So the we are. fact that we're here together is is awesome. Some people call it like the armpit of Wisconsin. Like nobody knows where New Auburn is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that working alongside of you, especially on that project, I got to know more of your story. And I knew that my listeners would want to hear more of your story too. And I knew a little bit of your do-over, but really not the whole thing. So I know I'd love to be able to go back and hear all about your childhood. And, you know, I'm sure you have lots of things to tell. <laughs> but I know that my audience will most relate to having to start something over again. So tell me a little bit about the situation you found yourself in as a young mom. Yeah, so it was 2013, November, right before Thanksgiving. And so getting ready for the holidays, I've got two young girls. Um, at that point, I was a divorced mom, which, you know, um, wasn't how I really designed my life, but that is how it ended up. And I was a single mom. I, I had two amazing little girls. Um, I walked into work one day. I was a product marketing um, manager and I had worked with this company for 13 and a half years since mm -hmm. I had gotten out of college. And I walked in and I met our VP of operations at the door and he was there to get he was there to meet me, Michelle. So being in management, I knew what that meant. Um, and mm -hmm. my job had been eliminated and I was so upset and I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is happening to me. I have a family to support. I've got a house to pay for. Like, what am I going to do? And I thought it was the end of the world. Um, I was so mad and full of all of the feelings. Um, and in hindsight, it was like the biggest blessing of my life was happening mm -hmm. then. Um, it, it definitely was not a setback. It was really God was setting me up for, you know, my true calling and being able to lean into my gifts. And uh, it was not an easy road. I um, started networking right away, looking for jobs. And I actually was encouraged by another female entrepreneur. Uh, I worked with her husband at the um, a corp corporation that I was at. And she just said, Andrea, you know, a lot of people need help. Like if they're running a business, they need help with social media. Because they're so busy running their business that they don't have time to do social media. Now, I don't have a background in social media. I never went to college for social media. I went to college for chemistry, okay? So <laughs> I did not go to college for this, but I'm like, hey, I can do this. I can learn. So much available online. So I just kind of jumped in. 
And because I got started, which was very hard to do, but it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember Michelle and I don't know if you remember back to this when you started freelancing, but I remember one day I was, I was up early and I was working out and I'm like, I'm my own boss. (laughs) And then the next week I'm like, I'm my own boss. (laughs) like I am the one who you know it's it's all on me if I'm going to get a paycheck or not right yes so it was very stressful um but I'm I'm so thankful for that journey that led me into uh the the job and the really the business that I have today which is helping schools so I now focus on helping schools with social media um, it was a really cool connection my mom worked at the school as the district administrative secretary she likes to talk and told the superintendent <laughs> that I'd lost my job and was trying this stuff out with social media. Uh, Brian Henning actually went to my same church as well. And my girls go to school at that school. And so he just, you know, kind of wrote me this little email says, hey, how about you help us with social media? And I was like, awesome, because <laughs> it's not really like marketing. You're just like celebrating all the great things happening. And because of that one door that was opened by Brian, um, it's led me into serving hundreds and hundreds of schools across the country. I wake up every morning excited um, to share the positive things that are happening in our schools and with our students and staff. Um, and I really, really feel blessed. You do a fantastic job of it, too. I have two children, actually uh, two children and a daughter-in-law who teach in that school district. And I get to see those social media posts. And I love your enthusiasm for kids and for learning. So it's fantastic. But I want to rewind a little bit because you talked about losing your job and it being your greatest blessing. And I can tell that you've gone through this journey where you can say that all in one sentence now. But I'm wondering, like, what did it feel like in that moment when you went back out to your car after you were told you lost your job and you had to go home to your little girls? Well, I didn't even have a cell phone, Michelle. They, it, was a, mm-hmm. it was a company-owned laptop and cell phone. So you walk out and you literally have nothing. I mean, think of that right now. If you didn't have your mm-hmm. cell phone, like, what do you even do? I was, I was lucky enough, uh, one, of the, one of my close friends through work was actually uh, home that day on, on vacation or something. And I just drove to her house. Mm-hmm. It was only a mile away. And I, like, I didn't know what to do. I, I needed to call loved ones and, and figure out what was going on. I was just so distraught. It was really hard. Um, mm-hmm. And then going to tell my girls, hey, you know, mom isn't going to work, you know, at that business anymore. I, you know, mom's going to try to get a new job where I get to spend even more time with you. You know, I'm trying to spin it all these positive ways when I'm just, I'm struggling. I mean, I, I made great money. I was a six figure income earner. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I had a short severance pay package, mm-hmm. but it wasn't going to last me too long. And so I was so scared and I had people that loved me and supported me and all of those things, mm-hmm. but you just, I mean, I built my own house when I was 24 years old. Okay. I had a beautiful five bedroom home on 10 acres of land. I was, I've been independent my whole life and to be put on your back at 35 with Mm -hmm. two girls, I think Aaliyah was nine and Kyra was seven when I lost my job. And it was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? I was, Mm -hmm. I was just, so frightened and, and, uh, you know, anxiety definitely got into my life because I just had so many uncertainties. Um, but 
the right people came into my life and kind of mm-hmm. opened doors. And I decided, hey, like if I'm going to bet on anybody, I'm going to bet on me. So why not just try this? What's the worst that can happen? And there's obviously lots of twists and turns along that journey to where I am today. Uh, But it's really cool. I think the coolest thing, Michelle, is for my kids. Uh, I have now have four stepsons. I've got my two daughters, you know, for them to get that front row seat to that journey Mm -hmm. um, is, is like, there is nothing in this world that they cannot accomplish because I was nobody. I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'm known in this little niche right. um, for social media. And not tools. only here, all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, yeah, I, I just got a contract with a school in California because they were looking for a speaker and they asked around and somebody said I was fantastic. So I'm like, that's <laughs> awesome. People are talking about me in California when I'm just here, fun. here in Wisconsin. <laughs> Did you keep your house in that journey? So I kept my house for a little bit. Um, I ended up having to sell my house. And that was a big, big uh, decision. It was really, really hard. Um, I was about six months into my business. And um, I just couldn't afford it anymore, right? Like mm-hmm. you, when you start a business, you're really not making any money to begin with. No. Now I had in in that, I had actually, my anxiety got so bad. I was going to a Christian counselor I eventually had to get on some medication for my anxiety, but I I actually went and interviewed for a job and I got the offer and it was going to be $82,000 a year and 21 days of paid vacation and, you know, benefits, life insurance, health insurance, like everything I needed to take care Mm -hmm, of my family. And so I, and by the way, I got that job offer the day I was moving out of my house that I had built, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years earlier and moved in. Right. So it was a really hard time. I sat down with Bill. Bill is now my husband. Um, but we were dating at the time. And I'm just like, I got to take this job. Like, I, th- I can't not take this. My family needs this. Like, and he was the one that was just like, Andrea, like, you can always go back and get a job. Like, I know this seems like the perfect job for you, but you can go back and get a job, but you can't start Mm -hmm. and stop and start a business like this. And I had just signed my third school and, you know, and so Mm -hmm. basically the next day I woke up and I'm like, God has more in his plans for me than measuring window parts. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it everything I got for the next six months. And if, if it's not right by then, then I can go back and I can get a job then because I will, I'll definitely be able to do that. And um, it's because of that decision and that conversation, you know, the fact that I did not give up that all of a sudden, you know, not too much, much time. I had 11 schools and I had a few stay at home moms on my team and um, everything really started to, uh, to make sense as far as the, the direction I was going in. So I was, I was, uh, I was excited, um, but it was still it was still yeah. nerve wracking because I was still like I, in that time when I didn't take that job and I had sold my house. I had to move in with my parents. Like you talk about being <laughs> that's a big change and with two girls, <laughs> right? Two little girls. Um, my parents are wonderful, and I stayed with them for a year part time when I had my girls. But um, but it that was a big swallow your pride type of move because I was so independent my entire life. I had my entire life planned out. I'm totally type A. 
And then when you get thrown on your back like that and you're like, oh my God, like I can't even, I mean, I remember going, we got connected in also in a networking group in polka dot. And I remember not being able to afford to eat dinner, like lunch with everybody. And I remember one time my mom left me money on my seat of my car. She wouldn't give it to me. She left it on my car, but in my car. And she's like, that way you can eat with all of the ladies. And um, Mm. it's hard. Um, I was on assistance for Mm. a while and, and like Badger Care where they help you out with your insurance. And, um, so it was hard, but it taught me so, so, so much and has made me a better mom, um, a better wife, a better daughter, all of that. Did you always have a faith foundation in your life? I did. Um, you know, God, I was brought up in a, a strong Lutheran household and got confirmed. But I would say, you know, my walk with with Jesus and with God is is kind of like this, you know, it's just like mm-hmm. and, and what I know looking back is my life is a lot better when I have a closer mm-hmm. relationship. And it, it's kind of funny because the church we attend now. Uh, is in Woodbury, Minnesota, and we mainly participate online because we're kind of over in Wisconsin. We do have a still have a home <laughs> in Woodbury, but we're mostly over here. And uh, it was actually Bill's ex-wife that started to take her boys, his boys, to this church. So we're like, hey, for continuity, let's check this church out. Oh my gosh, this church is just amazing. And uh, we have been able to grow in our faith so much. And it went from crying because I didn't know what was going to happen and all of the uncertainty to now when the songs are sung, crying with so much joy and what God Mm -hmm. has done in Mm -hmm. my life and the people he's brought into it and the impact that I've been able to make using the gifts that he gave me because I love to talk. I love to cheer people on. I'm it's just, it's naturally like who I am. I get to do that every single day in my job Mm -hmm. to these people who have hard jobs of school communication and social media and dealing with negativity and all of that. Um, But I've really been able to apply some hope and some light and some teaching and some inspiration. And and that's been a, that's been a joy. There's so much temptation for somebody with a type A driven personality to do logical things. So that job offer sounded like a logical thing, like I need money and here's a job. And so uh, that leap of faith in pursuing this dream, which wasn't even a dream when you were working that other full time job. That's, no, that's yeah, amazing. I, I, it's like, <laughs> you even thinking about it. And then there's this new path. I love it because it's like this whole picture of life repurposed. It usually begins with something unexpected like that, either an unexpected hardship or an unexpected blessing or a hardship that turns into a blessing. So I appreciate that part of your story. How? What are you seeing God doing in your life now, like as you're stepping forward? Oh, so much. Um, I I just joined a Bible study, which is one of my, I've never really been in an adult Bible study before. Um, and one of the uh, gals on my team, she's a stay-at-home mom. Well, she actually teaches her kids. Like she does uh, homeschooling for her three kids. She's amazing. I've known her since I was in high school. And, uh, you know, we were just talking about our faith journeys just on a recent trip. And then she's like, I have this Bible study. And then, you know, she just mentioned it. She didn't even really ask me. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. Angie, could I come? And she's like, yeah. And I knew she would say, okay. So that's really cool. You know, my husband, he wasn't really raised in a Christian home. Um, He's really grown in his faith since we've been together. 
we go to Bible camp every summer as a family up to Luther Park, which is where I was a camp counselor back in the day. <laughs> but I had just recently, like I just recently bought my husband his first Bible. I didn't realize that he had never had his own. And um, and and so God really moved me to buy him his own Bible. Like, here's a here's an awesome gift. And we just booked a trip to um the mediterranean sea we're going on a cruise with uh one of our pastors is the guide and we are going to walk in uh some of the places where apostle paul walked um in regards mm. to bible times and you know i'm 45 my husband's a little bit older than i am but it's like why not now because this is going to bring the bible to life like we're going to be able to mm -hmm. that's so yeah, cool we'll to see where this stuff happened and so it just happened. It landed right in between two speaking gigs in September. And I'm like, honey, I really want to go, especially with this pastor, yeah. Pastor Phil. And Pastor Phil's going to baptize my husband there. Mm, that gives me chills. He's never been baptized and I've always wanted. And so I called a pastor and I just said, mm. do you think that would be possible? And he said, absolutely. Yeah. Just, mm, that is I'm amazing. so excited about that too. So cool. One of the really cool things about your story, too, you're talking about your husband, Bill, but with this package, your family tripled. So you had two girls, and you briefly mentioned that Bill had four boys. What is it like after having only girls, having suddenly four boys at your house when they all come to visit? Yeah, well, it's different now. Like, they're all older, right? My youngest is yeah. a freshman, and then I got a sophomore. <laughs> I got two graduating this year, Michelle, so... Um, but back when they were little, it was like, oh my gosh, these boys have so much energy. They are just a handful and they're, they're always on stage and they're performing and they, I mean, we had so much fun and it's fun now as I look back on old videos, getting ready for graduation, how, you know, my daughter will be like, oh my gosh, I forgot we were that little when we were connected because it was like back in, you know, 2014, I think when they first met, which would be what, nine years ago now so yeah they were they were like uh what eight years old eight and six years old on um, my girls yeah um so it was a big adjustment and then bill had to get used to like all the drama and the fashion and the hair where he's <laughs> like the boys they will roll out of bed they put on whatever kind of clothes they you know wore yesterday they don't care yeah um so it was interesting but they it has sure made life complete and i have tried to uh always instill with my girls, like, you know, sometimes life, it's not what you had planned. Um, but think mm -hmm. of all the blessings that we have because it did end up this way. Um, mm -hmm. There's, there's so much to be thankful for people that you meet and experiences that you get to have and connections you get to make that never would have happened if it had happened anywhere, any, any other way. And so I've yeah. just tried to really lean into that and and also lean into I'm not perfect and uh God certainly knows mm. that and and uh, you know I got to try to be a little bit better every day um and definitely as I grow closer to him um every day it does get better you know recently a song came on the radio and it brought me back to it's so weird you sang it to your husband at your wedding reception and I happened to be at Andrea's wedding reception I think it was like an Ed Sheeran song that you sang is yeah. that well oh. yeah he sang an Ed Sheeran song when we danced and then I sang 
Oh yeah, that's yeah. It, right? I sing another song because I like to sing. Um, but yes, that that uh, Ed Sheeran song. I can't even remember. We were just listening to it. Uh, I can't even remember the name, but it's like the words are like "We found love right yes. where we are" as yes, part yes. of the chorus. And I just remember like every time I hear that part, I'm like, I remember you and Bill dancing at oh. your wedding. But anyway, um, it's funny how memories like that trigger. And I remember feeling. Um, that emotion of like it felt like a new beginning um there was there were so many beautiful things about that and i love hearing how your story has un- unfolded since then uh, i'd love to know what you would say to somebody who is experiencing a really difficult point right now they're uncertain they're not sure what's coming next god's about to do some repurposing what words do you have to say to that woman who's listening well i know that if i could tell myself anything at that time in my life where you don't you know you just don't know the right next step um you're not sure if it's worth it you know i would say it is worth it like and and the joy is in the journey um sometimes you're so focused on a destination and i gotta get here and i gotta get there um just enjoying and knowing how much you're learning because that's what i realize now michelle I realized that if social media for schools totally went away tomorrow, I have Mm -hmm. skills that I could use to build a business again so easily. Like, Mm -hmm. but you don't believe that when you, when you first start. (laughs) Right. Um, So I think leaning in and really surrounding yourself with um, professional development and people that are doing, that are where you want to be. You're listening to this podcast right now. I listened to so many podcasts when I got laid off because guess what? It's free. Like you you don't have to pay for it and you get so many ideas. So um, just the fact of reading books and listening to um, professional development, you know, all of this can happen for you. And um, I, I believe in people so much, but you've got to be able to believe in yourself. And it's not easy, especially when, you're living in your parents' basement and, you know, Mm -hmm. you are, you can't buy a bottle of water or a pack of gum. Like (laughs) that really sucks. Um, Mm -hmm. When I think back, we have, we had so many good memories, Michelle. Like we couldn't go out to eat. We couldn't go on vacation. There was a lot of things that we could not do, but we had each other. And I remember Mm -hmm. when I had to tell Aaliyah that we were selling our house and she was born basically in that house, you know, and uh, she just was like, just go back and get your job. Just ask them for your job back. Mm-hmm. And and I'm just like, Aaliyah, like, we are healthy. I could be saying I, you know, have a medical condition, cancer or something. Like, we I still have each other. And we're going to build great memories. And you know what? We did. Just over Mother's Day, mm-hmm. we started talking about all these memories that we made that year <laughs> when we stayed at my mom and dad's house. So there's a lot to be thankful for it's mm-hmm. it's all coming together and it'll make sense down the road it doesn't make sense right now mm-hmm. but as it comes together it'll be like oh that's what that's what god was doing what 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 is god trying to teach me here what people is he bringing into my life i think that's something good to focus on for me it's hard for me to wait i always want to know what the end is going to be now and so it is hard to like trust that god has the bigger picture in his hand when i can only see this teeny piece of it i appreciate you sharing that story because i think there are people who are 
figuratively sitting around this table with us right now who can really feel that heart of your message. So I really appreciate that. I often like to leave people with a resource. And um, oftentimes that might be, um, you know, self-help books and um, webinars or things like that. And yours is really unique. But I I do want to share your book as a resource for people because somebody knows somebody who either does social media or maybe they're a teacher who's listening and they they are in charge of social media for their school. So I want you to tell us about your book. Yes. So my book is called Social Media for Schools. Um, The byline is proven storytelling strategies and ideas to celebrate your students and staff while keeping your sanity. Um, You know, like you said, there's a lot of educators in in your life. As you're listening to this, you know somebody in education. Um, They don't have a class that really talks about social media for a school district or a private school, charter school, anything. Um, What I put together in this 20 chapter book and Michelle so eloquently helped me pull, you know, dozens and dozens of stories from across the country of, you know, developing a system to tell stories, dealing with negativity, branding, how to tell a story, what's what's engaging, writing great captions. Um, We really tried to put everything together. And and the reason I wrote this book is I often I've written tons of blogs. I, I have a weekly podcast called Mastering Social Media for Schools. In one podcast episode or one blog or one training webinar that I do, there is no way that I can capture kind of all my best advice. And in little pockets, it can be good, but it can't be great because it is a system and it's a process and it's it's an art and a skill all wrapped in one. And so that's really what I tried to pull together in this book. So this would be a great book for a superintendent, a principal, uh, a teacher, or a volunteer that's helping a school celebrate their schools on channels like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. This would also be a great resource for any listener who's in a school district that really isn't doing much with social media who might want to propose that they could get involved in helping that school. They, you have training and all kinds of things that you yeah. offer that you could help somebody get yes, that Yes, and usually it takes somebody that is passionate about it. I just spoke with a school from down by Milwaukee today, and it was so fun because all of the staff members were like, we have amazing things happening. We need to get these stories out to these parents. We need to get them more engaged, okay? So um, that's kind of rare because sometimes teachers are so focused just on their single classroom, they're not thinking about that bigger picture. <laughs> but to know that, hey, if you if you know that your story deserves to be told, you know there's amazing things that people have no idea that they're happening in your school, social media can be a perfect fit. And staff members teachers, paraprofessionals, a media specialist, an administrative assistant, you are the perfect person to actually be able to just dedicate a little bit of time every day. But with the system we teach, we get stories from everybody and then you can help put those out on social media. So yes, uh, you can definitely pick up the copy. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. So you can you can get access if you're if you're a Kindle Unlimited user you can read this for free. Um, so I would I definitely recommend or check out my website which I'm sure you'll link in the show notes. I will yes. And speaking of where can people find you? Tell us your website or where you'd like to connect on social media. Yeah, so um, I'm out on Twitter at Andrea Gribble, and then my website has all the ways to contact me, and that's Social School 
for the number four edu.com. So social school for edu.com has my phone number. It's got my email. You can email me out anything if you've got questions. And I just really want to encourage you, like if you've ever, if you're at that crossroads and you just need to talk to somebody, especially being a, a woman and I was a single mom at the time. I mean, it was hard. Um, I meet people all the time, like in the airport and they're traveling for work and they're you know, can't get a rental car and they're away from their kids all the time. And I start talking to them about my story and they're like, oh my gosh, do you think I could really, really do something like that? I'm like, ah, mm. yeah, you can. Cause I did it. And if I can do it, you can do it. You just have to be determined. And I think because of that hardship, because of losing my job, mm -hmm. that's the reason why I am where I am today. And so that is why I can truly say, thank goodness. I lost my job in 2013. Mm, you're such a cheerleader for others. And one of the most beautiful things about your business model is that this is not only helping you and helping schools, but you hire people to work on your team. And what has what difference has that made in some of their lives? You don't have to name names. Yeah. But just think of like how that that um I don't know what you call it, like um butterfly effect, right? Like Yes, that's what it is. I was trying to think yes. of the term. <laughs> um, and it's rare, you guys, that you can think of a term that Michelle can't because she's such an amazing writer. <laughs> well, I work with stay-at-home moms, Michelle, and um, they work with me on a part-time basis. COVID hit. We, I mean, you, if you would have even talked about something like that in 2018 or 19, or you, you'd been like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> when that happened, Michelle... It was such a blessing in these women's lives who many of them used to be teachers. Okay. So they would have had to be teaching plus like helping their own kids learn. And some of them had little kids. Like I can't imagine my, my youngest was in sixth grade. So she was pretty independent. You know, these, these people with kindergarten and first graders, like how do you do mm -hmm. online school? So these women, we never, we never lost an account. We, we never, um, you know, they, they were able to keep their, their, um, income coming in and mm -hmm. they were able to do their jobs and help their kids. That's one of the mm -hmm. biggest blessings. Another blessing. One of my team members, her sister was diagnosed with cancer, two young kids. I mean, like 38 years old. So it's just unimaginable. Mm -hmm. She was able to go and stay with her sister as she started chemotherapy and help take care of those little ones and still do her job because it was all mm. remote. She, as long as she had her computer and her phone, she could work around helping out her sister. Um, we've had other issues, health issues with family members and friends that have been like that as well, that we can literally, as long as we got good internet, we can do our job. And, and I never would have had the vision that it would make that kind mm -hmm. of impact. But I remember a story that I had told my, my, my team, but I just feel like when I wanted to give up, like God had those women's names written on my heart mm. and I didn't know it, but though, and those women have blessed me back countless times. I mean, I just feel so lucky to do what I do. And we have such an uplifting and supportive group. It's just amazing. It doesn't mean that we don't have hard days because we do. I mean, sure. that we deal with social media. So you're like, oh my gosh, but, um, <laughs> but we really have built something that I am so, so proud of. And I don't think I ever would have been able to build that if I wasn't the boss. Right. And so I've been able to put, 
together a, a team that I think has made a difference in our own lives, but then a team that I think we celebrate like over 140,000 kids a day uh, with the 87 school districts we partner with. And then, and then we serve a lot more in our membership group. So it's a big blessing to know that, Hey, we're trying to use social media for good and to, to highlight mm -hmm. the positive things that are happening in our schools. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. It's been encouraging to me. And I know there's somebody out there listening that's totally encouraged by your words today. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you just have on your heart that you wanted to say today? Just that I didn't think I wanted to write another book. Um, but as soon as I published this one, it's like having a baby and then you're like, oh, it's really cute. This was fun. I'm going to do it again. So I really I, I'm really looking forward to the day that I can write a book with your help again on my more of my faith journey and my entrepreneurial, mm -hmm. you know, journey and how faith was entwined in that. And so stay tuned for, um, for that version of, of Andrea Gribble, because I'm excited to, to share that story as well. Uh, but I am just so thankful. I'm really thankful for you and your help in this process. And again, any listeners, I know that you're busy, so you don't want me to promote you too much, <laughs> but um, Michelle is amazing to work with, and, and it was just such a privilege to, uh, to get to work on this project with you. Thank you. You're so sweet, and you were fun to work with, too, and I can't wait for that next book because that's another passion that's on your heart, and whenever God gives us a passion for something, like, watch out. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I'm going to the Mediterranean to start to do some research. So it's all Take good. some notes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you so much, everybody. You can do it. God's, God's got your back. Keep going. You'll find the show notes for this episode at michellerayburn.com slash 154. And there I will link up to Andrea's book and her website, and anything else we talked about in this episode. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you again next time. You've been listening to Life Repurposed. If you'd like bonus resources sent to your inbox each week, be sure to sign up at michellerayburn.com 